0: Hello and welcome to the Utah Puck Report. I am your host Jay Stevens. This is a uh, podcast all about hockey. We're going to talk about Utah hockey. We're going to talk about high school hockey, Utah Grizzlies, the local colleges, and uh, you know everything that is Utah hockey. That's what the Utah Puck Report is about. So let's hit the ice. There's no better way to start out this podcast than talking to uh, probably the biggest name in Utah hockey, and that's the LA Kings Trevor Lewis. Trevor, how you doing?
1: Great, uh, thanks for having me.
0: Uh, we appreciate you being on the show, thanks for uh, kicking it off for us. Uh, it's going to be awesome to uh, to kind of tell your story. I think there's a, there's a lot that people don't know about as far as it comes with you starting. So tell me a little bit, tell me about your your first memory of playing hockey here in Utah.
1: Uh, my first memory is I, I grew up uh, across the street from the Cotton Heights uh, Ice Rink there, and uh, my, my first memories uh, are my dad taking me over uh, public skating when I was two, and I think we'd go over every night, and he, he'd uh, he'd take me skating. And um, and then uh, when I was five, I started playing um, just kind of house league. Uh, I played for, uh, I think it was the Mighty Ducks back then, and um, had some buddies who, who started with me, so it was a lot of fun
0: uh was one of those buddies gover was he in the uh the picture then yet
1: uh no he uh he hadn't joined the team yet he was he was a couple of years uh later
0: okay so so let's talk about it. your your best friend is a goaltender uh you're a little bit later in life well let's talk you so you you played here you played for Brighton high and i think we have a picture your dad sent us a picture of you when you were uh playing for brighton high what what year was this
1: uh it was my freshman year so geez i don't even know
0: 14 15 years old
1: yeah i was yeah 14 years old i think yep
0: okay quite a cute little kid there yeah uh was that summer league or did you actually play high school games for brighton
1: i played uh i played high school games um you know i played as a freshman um we had uh we actually had uh i think ben wilner and um randy king i think we were all uh we all went to Butler Middle School there, and, and we played for, um, for Brighton that year. So um, we, we had a great team, and um, we had a young team too, so it was a lot of fun.
0: Okay. I was hoping to go through a whole podcast without mentioning Ben Wilner's name. but <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, and then you're uh, 15 years old, 14 years old, and you go try out with your, your best friend, Kyle over. You, you go to uh, Pikes Peak. Yeah. Tell, tell me uh, about how that
1: went. Yeah, so um, uh, Kyle Gover and uh, Brad Peebley actually went over uh, a year before me, and, um, you know, they, they kind of loved it, and they, they kind of told me to, to, to come try. And, uh, you know, I wasn't too – I was a little hesitant first. You know, I was still pretty young and, and moving away from family and stuff. I I, I was a, a shy kid, and uh, that, that seemed to like a lot. But uh, I, I went over, and um, – you know i had a had a good uh, camp and um you know I was kinda coming down to the last ones and I think the coach asked to over and uh and brad uh about me and they said he just keeps getting better and better and so uh they ended up picking me and um you know looking back now, I think it's it's one of the best things I ever did
0: well oh, yeah, I mean it obviously works so how many years were you in pike's peak
1: uh two years
0: two years. Uh, And then were you drafted into the USHL?
1: I was drafted in the USHL. I was drafted to uh, Cedar Rapids actually.
0: Oh really? See that's something I didn't know. How did you end up in Des
1: Moines? Uh, So I went to uh, Cedar Rapids camp and I got cut um, and I was also tendered by uh, Texarkana in the North American Hockey League. Um, So after I got cut I, I just went down to Texarkana, and I had I was still in high school, so I had to go down early before the season. And uh, I had started going to school for about two weeks, and um, just before camp was starting, I got a call from uh, Bob Ferguson in Des Moines, and um, he offered me a spot on the team. and So I packed up right away and and took off for Des Moines.
0: Okay, uh, first year at Des Moines, you have a few points. You, you know, you're kind of establishing yourself. But not, not, not like a standout. And then, the I don't know what you did the summer before your second season there, but uh, your first game in, the Buck Bowl, uh, did you realize what kind of an impact you were already having?
1: Uh, you know what? Uh, after my first year, uh, I kind of met with the coach after. and he, we, we were going to have a lot of turnover. We weren't very good my first year. So he, he kind of said, like, hey, like, this is your year if you want to get uh scholarship or draft or anything this is this is the year you got to do it and and i mean honestly i was a kid from utah i'd never even thought about uh being drafted in the nhl or anything i was i was hoping to get a, a college scholarship out of it but yeah the, the first uh the buck bowl or whatever um my dad was there and and uh i had two uh really good games and next thing you know there was colleges uh, there was i got i don't know how many how many cards from colleges and agents and and all these things and me and my dad had no clue what was going on we were, we were kind of blown away and um luckily my coach there red simon at the time uh kind of settled me down and, and it kind of helped me out with it all okay because I, I
0: don't know if you remember my my part of this is uh i'm sitting in salt lake i can't remember what i was doing but uh my phone starts blowing up and I get phone calls from the head coach of the University of North Dakota, uh, the head coach of the University of Michigan, and then Western Michigan, uh, John Oliver, who I knew before. And he's like, hey, tell you, you're from Utah. Do you know this Trevor Lewis kid? I'm like, oh, yeah, I know Trevor. And then when North Dakota called, I told him, I said, yeah, you, I don't think he talked to any colleges last year. So if, if North Dakota is going to offer him a scholarship, he'll take it. So I'm, yeah. I'm calling your dad, and your phone's busy and busy. And, bu- and I, I hadn't heard a busy signal in 10 years. I'm like, of course, Randy's <laughs> phone's got to be busy. And I'm like, this is the biggest <laughs> deal. I'm like, i got to get a hold of Randy. And then uh, finally I get a hold of him. This is six, seven hours later, and he's like, wow, my phone is just, it's been blowing up all night, and it's just it's just coaches. I don't even know what to do. But we're at that point I realized you must have made a huge impact. And uh, – it was, it was pretty crazy, and then, and then I, I was with you that summer as you were trying to figure out what school you were going to go to, and uh, ultimately you decided to go the major-junior route. Was that, but that was after the draft, right?
1: Yeah, that was after that. I had committed to uh, to Michigan before that.
0: That's right. So at at uh, at what point during the season did you realize, not only am I getting college offers, but I might get drafted into the NHL? Was it in, in those first games?
1: Uh, I mean, that's kind of... When it kind of popped into my head, like wow, I, I might have a, a shot at this, and um, you know, I was fortunate enough to play with Kyle Poso who was uh, a very highly touted uh, uh, NHL draft pick that year. Um, so I think a lot of a lot of scouts came to to watch him play, and I was fortunate enough to, for them to get to see me play too. So um, I think that was that was very big for me. And yeah, after the after that buck bowl it was. Um, it was kind of a whirlwind there. It was, I, I didn't really know what was going on. So, um, but my uh, like I said, my coach my coach there helped me out a lot and, and kind of settled me down. And um, he did a lot for me for sure.
0: It's awesome to have that kind of guidance. It's nice that those coaches really have to know what they're doing because they really can shape somebody's life and give them right direction or give them wrong direction. Obviously, you got the right direction. Uh, Kings Kings draft you. And uh, you're a first-round draft pick. Was that was that expected going into that draft?
1: Um, you know, I was. Uh, I mean, I honest, honestly, I, I went to the combine. I had twenty-eight meetings. I, I mean, that's 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 a lot of meetings. There's thirty teams, and so it was kind of it was really up in the air where where I was going. My agent was telling me maybe late first round, early second round. Um, so that he, he told me to come to the draft. Um, so, so I went there and, um, you know, it's, it's a long day. It's a long process. And I honestly had, we had no idea when I was going and, you know, you're kind of just sitting there. Okay. Okay. Guys are getting to get picked. Guys are getting picked. And, and it was funny. Um, the Kings made a trade to move up to 17 and they traded, uh, um, Pavel Dimitra for Patrick O'Sullivan in the 17th pick, and as soon as that happened, my dad like kind of leaned over and need me and go, "This is gonna be you." And sure enough, at 17, it was me. So it, it was a pretty crazy experience.
0: That's gotta be amazing. And I, I love uh, your dad's just such a great person, and he's been such a, you know, an icon of hockey. I don't, maybe icon's not the right word, but we all knew who he was, right, growing up. We all played against Randy of the Redwoods, which is an old MTV reference, is what we used to call him, because he's just such a such a loving, fun guy to have around. And now I see him uh, at all the rock, all the rock concerts, and always wearing a King's shirt, just really proud pop. And we were, I was just so happy for him. Like I was happy for you when you got drafted, but man, we were just ecstatic for for your dad that that this has happened. And I mean it. It was just awesome for all of us. Uh I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit. Let's talk about uh two thousand twelve and you've been up and down and through the through the roster, and back and forth to the minors. Two thousand twelve, kings are struggling, and uh there's a there's a string of healthy scratches for you in that point. Uh can you kinda tell us what was going through your head at that point, what you thought was going on in your career and what was going on with the Kings at that point?
1: Uh yeah. I mean uh the year before I i kind of established myself as um an nhl player so um i I had a pretty good year the year before and um you know i I was excited coming into 2011-12 and um you know for whatever reason i I couldn't get uh, i couldn't get off to a good start and um our coach was i mean he he was uh our, our team wasn't doing very well at all and and i wasn't playing and I think I had about uh I was healthy scratch for about ten ten, twelve games in a row and um, you know, the team wasn't winning either and, and, and so they made some changes and then fired the coach and um Was
0: there was there a minute there where you thought you might not be an LA King any longer?
1: Yeah, I mean yeah, I mean I'm still young and in the back of my head I'm like, geez, I, what's going on? Am I am I good enough? Uh you know. Uh, you start questioning yourself a little bit, but um, yeah, you know, you, you just kind of come to the rink every day and, and and work your butt off and and try to get better and then try to prove to the coach that you, you should be in. And, um, I mean, I was fortunate enough I, I, to to get a new coach, and um, you know, ever since ever since Daryl came in, I, I never got taken out again. So it, he he was big for me.
0: So Daryl Sutter comes in. He's a, he's a farmer, a, a farmer that works hard and appreciates the fact that you're a workhorse. You're the guy that everybody wants on the team. I don't know. At, at some point in juniors, you're a goal scorer, but you come into the NHL and you're, you go draw penalties. You, you do all these amazing things that don't always show up on the score sheet. You're the plugger of the year. Everybody says, you, you know, you're the, the unsung hero. You win that award. How many times do you want to know?
1: Uh, I think I went it by default now. I think I've won it uh, <laughs> seven or eight years in a row.
0: Well, I know your announcers uh, talk about it all the time like it's going to be the Trevor Lewis Award. They're just going to name <laughs> it that now. Yeah. Uh, I think we need to take a short break. We're going to take a break for sponsors real quick. We'll come back with Trevor Lewis and we're going to come back and talk about what's going to go on with the Utah Puck Report in the future. So, the Utah Puck Report, right here. Welcome back to the Utah Puck Report. Jay Stevens with NHL legend. I'm going to call him a legend. Utah legend, NHL star, Trevor Lewis, the LA Kings. All right, so I, I want to pick right back up where we where we left off. Uh, 2012, things are going well. Uh, Sutter comes in. You guys get the eighth spot for the playoffs on the last day of the regular season. I think you beat. Was it the Sharks? You guys beat for the for the last spot.
1: Uh yeah it might have been I,
0: I yeah we'll just go with the sharks. it was so it was somebody else in California. uh yeah. maybe I should do some research, I don't know, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was the sharks um and then you guys make the playoffs and then you just kind of steamroll the whole west
1: yeah it was uh it was funny we, we, we knew we had a good team the whole year, but I think Daryl came in and, and kind of changed the attitude and changed the the mindset of the team um. You know, and he he was a smart guy, and he knew how to he knew how to push the buttons to get guys going. So um, he he was huge for us. But yeah, I mean, that first uh, the first series, it was uh, we were playing Vancouver, who was an unbelievable team, and then I mean, they, they were number one in the West, and you know they should breeze through playoffs. And I remember after the first game, uh, we won, and you could feel it. You could feel that our team knew something special was going to happen and uh, you know we just I mean we we cruised through the playoffs that year that was uh, that was crazy we had like a week off in between every series because we were we were playing so well
0: that's unbelievable and I mean we could we could see it as fans and I I didn't want to get too much hope right but, obviously, everybody in Utah is an L.A. Kings fan now because of you and because of what happened, obviously, since the Cup. So, you roll through the playoffs. You win the Stanley Cup. It's amazing. The moment on the ice with your dad had almost everybody in Utah in tears. And then you bring the Stanley Cup back to Utah. Um, tell me a little bit about that. Did people come out of the woodworks that didn't even know anything about hockey? I mean, what, what is that like to bring the Stanley Cup to Utah?
1: You know, it was – it was – I mean, it, I mean – just for my family and and my sake to, to bring it back was, I mean, yeah, I was I will never forget that. It was, it was unbelievable, but, um, the support I got when I brought it back was insane. I mean, I, I, I took it to the, the, or the Maverick Center, I think it's called now, it was E-Center. Um, uh, and we didn't, we had no idea how many people to expect and, um, you know, when we first started and, and when we took it there i mean i didn't i didn't book a long enough chunk off for for me to stay and for everyone to see it it was nuts i mean there was thousands and thousands of people there and um you know we tried to had to hurry everyone through so they could get a picture and, and see the cup and um
0: yeah because there were lines around the maverick center
1: yeah, all the way was, around the, inside
0: the maverick insane. center outside the maverick center
1: it was insane I, I we couldn't believe it i mean i thought I'd I knew there was, there was a good hockey following there, but the, the amount of people that actually came out and, and supported me and, and wanted to see the cup and take pictures, it, it, was, it was pretty special for sure.
0: Okay, and let's jump forward talking about that. Um, the support for Utah. Now you come back. Uh, during the lockout, you played for the Utah Grizzlies, so you got to play in front of three, 4,000 fans at a time. But then this uh, past month, the LA Kings come to Salt Lake, play the Vancouver Canucks at Vivint Arena, and it's a sold-out crowd.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Um, I think me and uh, Daniel Brickley had probably half the building. We got tickets for, but no. uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it was it was cool, and and we both. I mean, our coach was good, and he, he let us both start that game too. So uh, we got a, we got a pretty good ovation there, and um, it it was it was definitely a special moment, um, one I'll never forget for sure. I mean, um, just to, to to play in front of that many family and friends And then um, to see all the support And, and the Kings jerseys and stuff it was, it was cool, for sure
0: Okay, yeah, very cool uh, We're running a little long I just want a uh, couple more questions One more question um, So you've had, you had this amazing amazing bachelor life You lived with Drew Dowdy, is that correct? On a beach in LA As, yeah. as a single man, both of you single But yeah. then that's all changed Now you're married And not, not only did you have kids You've got twins. Yeah. How old are your twins now?
1: Uh they're six months now.
0: <laughs> and their names?
1: Uh we have a boy and a girl. A boy's Boone and the girl is Bricks, B R I X.
0: That's the way to do it. Uh, yeah. Got the complete set right from the get go. That's awesome. Boy and a girl. Congratulations from everybody here. How does that how does that change your life?
1: How yeah, how's how's uh, Trevor
0: Lewis's life now during the day?
1: It's definitely different. I mean uh I uh there's not much time for golf or anything anymore (laughs) um you know uh, that single life you can just kind of go and and do as you want but um no it's been it's been awesome I mean uh at first when we found out we're having twins we were like whoa this this is this is gonna change stuff but um it's definitely life has changed uh there's it's a lot more family time but I mean my my wife's uh my wife's an unbelievable mom and and she still lets me do things and um but they're great i mean they're they're so much fun and um yeah yeah, we love them so much
0: all right trevor well i really appreciate your time i mean this is a great way to to kick it off we're going to check in with you guys a couple times during the season see how the la kings are doing see how you're doing see how boone and bricks are doing uh again so with the utah puck report we've got this year, we're going to interview Matt Brickley. That's, that's next week. We're going to talk to Matt and about everything he's done for uh, hockey here in Utah. Uh, then we're going to talk to his son and see how he's doing in the LA Kings farm system. We've got uh, all the Utah college players, all the, all the players from Utah that are playing in the NCAA right now. Uh, Nick Halloran's coming up. He's at Colorado College. He was a Hobie Baker finalist last year. Kyra Yu. Who's, uh, who's tearing it up in, in college hockey. So, yeah, men, women, we're covering it all. Uh, also, we've got a chance for you to win tickets right now. We're going to post this on our Facebook page. And when people start downloading the podcast, leave random comments. I've got tickets to the Utah Grizzlies game this Saturday night. I'm going to put a couple people in the suite. So I've got to uh, start leaving comments, just comments. Just, you know, tell us how awesome the podcast is. And we'll give you a pair of tickets to sit in a suite, just randomly to sit in the suite Saturday night. So thank you, everybody. We're off the ice. This is the Utah Puck Report. See you next time.